Defending from the abyss, aka podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast. Thanks for listening, y'all. I'm Jerry. I'm Jeff. And I'm Don. And this is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We want to challenge your assumptions and ours too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at everyone, including ourselves. <laughs> So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast or anywhere else for that matter unless you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google, Google that, that shit. shit. We had to change it up on y'all a little bit this right. this episode. Y'all getting complacent. So, so episode 26. The big two six. We want to make this different than six-year birthdays because I feel strongly about six-year birthdays. 26, 36, 46. Really? The six-year birthday is the worst. You're on the bad side of the decade. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're, you're, yeah, you're no longer in your early 20s. Right. Now you're you're really closer, to, closer 30 to 30 than you are 20. It's like when age hits me. Yeah. Oh, shit. 26. And then every success of six was like, ugh. Closer to 30. Yeah, uh, I'm, all, yeah, I'm almost 30. 40. Almost 40. Uh, almost 50. Personally, those are bummer birthdays. Bummer. But this is not going to be a bummer podcast. No. Not like last time. Well, maybe. Oh, yeah, last, last time was dark. It wasn't a bummer. It was True. just dark. So. True. Yeah. But you said you feel, what, nervous? I do feel nervous going into the last number of days here. What we got? What is this? This is Thursday the 1st. So we're five days uh, out. Tuesday, election day. And so why are you nervous? There's two categories. One is is we definitely need to turn Congress blue. You know, I don't think we're going to turn the Senate blue, but representatives. The House. The House. I think we've got a good chance of turning that blue, but nervous as hell that that is going to happen because, you know, the evangelicals are getting their people out and, you know, Trump is ramping up the base. So I'm nervous, you know, that that's going to actually happen because if that doesn't happen. So you're nervous about history because all those things have always happened. They get the vote out. They're organized. They win at the polls. How much slack is there in the evangelical vote and support? Like how much greater can it be? Because it feels like what I'll put my glass half full hat on. It's not on very often. You know, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any room to get m- many more people to the polls. Yeah, I'm I mean, the, I'm, I'm the evangelical side. Right. No, I've read the numbers on that, and I can't remember. I mean, they do, they always do far better percentage wise of people who get out and vote than others. So, yes, I mean, but it's not 100%. So, let's say they're 60, 70%, which would be high. We can Google that shit. If they get another 10% out, these races are so tight that that could flip things. If the rest of us progressives don't get off our asses and get out our vote. And because the other thing that we're fighting against is voter suppression, big time. That's the big issue. That yeah. is a Isn't historically issue. the party in power, it's the opposite power that shows up for the midterms? For That's the traditionally, yeah. yeah. But this isn't most midterm elections. We're not in the most... No, you're, we're not in Kansas anymore, too. <laughs> no, no, we're in a whole different world <laughs> yeah. right now. It's upside down. And that's what makes me nervous, too, is in the past, I wasn't so worried if the Republicans were in power. I mean, I'm talking about like a decade Like a George Bush Republican. Yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't my favorite. You pine for the ama- days of George Bush. It's amazing <laughs> how bad it's gotten to think of his two terms as... The good any, old days. Any type of good old days. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah. It, it's amazing. But we slept at night. And the biggest thing is that... A lot of people in Iraq didn't. Yeah. Well, no. That's... Yeah. What would you give to have George W. Bush back? Hmm. <laughs> if that was the only alternative, I'd give a lot. Absolutely. Okay, so to play off the discussion of last time, if it was a choice between W and any of the dipshits that are on the ballot now, I'd vote for W. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, because the old traditional Republican Party is no more. Oh, yeah. They've become Trumpists. 
And that's a scary thing. That's a, you know, that's the scary thought is they're doing away with our democracy piece by piece. We're moving 15,000 troops to the border of Mexico. That's scary. All this is to get the vote out. These people are 900 miles away from the border. They're moving 20 miles a day. They're not getting here in five days. But the troops, they're, they're deploying troops now because it riles the base up. It, it moves the base. Yeah, but the, fact that some, and, but the fact that he is doing that and using the military as a prop. What are they going to do? Are they going to shoot people? I think he, Dotard, said something like you throw a rock, they should shoot. No, I, didn't I don't think these people are, are showing up to throw rocks. They're showing up to get in and pick crops. It's what they're, they're uh, looking for. He's not the narrative. He's not to escape oppression, yeah. and violence, right. and they you know. want to work. They want to earn a living in, in a better well, place. They want to escape a violent. These if you people, lived in Honduras, what would you be doing? These people right now? aren't. I'd be walking through Mexico. They're asylum seekers. Yeah, right. That's different. That's a whole other level than I need to come make. I need to make some money. That's a different process. I mean, yeah. they, they know that, but they're gonna they're, they're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, you know what this conversation didn't I didn't intend it to go down that but I was I, I was wondering what you were nervous about I'm nervous about the suppression I'm nervous about voting machines that you can't audit old uh, technology yeah Windows 2000 you know, our, our voting machines are running yeah, on I've um, heard of, I've heard stories of people going through and making their selections electronically on the voting machine and then right before they hit to submit it gives you a summary right and it's like well, I didn't vote for that guy I voted right. for this guy you know I voted for this person yeah and yeah, I don't think it's been widespread but yeah and I think that's a calibration issue I don't think it's it's like somebody's monkeying with it because this happened both Ways. Both ways. But if people aren't cognizant of that and if they're not checking to verify that that's who they voted for mm-hmm. and they push go or whatever, then and, and that's screwed up. I don't trust the systems, though, either. I don't trust the systems. I don't trust the security. You hear Russia's sitting out the midterms. What the hell do no, you know? No. Well, and here's the thing, too, is I was personally affected by... I don't know if it's intentional voter suppression, but it sure feels like it to me. Because I was concerned about the voting machines, I intended to vote by absentee ballot. I think it was October 15th, a few Mondays ago, whatever it was, about three weeks ago, I guess it was. I, I sent in the application, emailed it right in, didn't hear, didn't hear. So two weeks gone by, and I thought, I need to check on this. So I called... And they said, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have a record of ever receiving this email. And so I... It didn't come back to your spam didn't, folder didn't or something? It yeah. wasn't in the junk folder or yeah. anything like that. And I sent... Actually, before I called, I sent a second one, like a, a forward. So it was the same yeah. address and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, the lady I, I called said, said she didn't receive the first one. They said, oh, yeah, I got the second one. And, and I said, well, it's getting a little bit tight on time here. This was this last Monday. And she said, well, we'll make sure we send you out one tomorrow, being Tuesday. Well, here it's Thursday. First class mail, you figure two couple, days, a yeah, couple, couple days. days, nothing. Now, my options are to early vote either tomorrow or on election day. If I was an elderly person or somebody that worked and couldn't get away. Are the polls open in, in Cobb County over the weekend? No, nope. I don't think so. I, nope. think so. I know they're not here in Bartow. Friday, that's it. Me and Kim voted last Thursday before we went to Florida for a long weekend. Uh, we both had the day off, so Thursday morning we got up, got everything packed up, and drove up to the county seat because that was the one place that was open last week for early voting. This week, all the other places are, are open, right. uh, but we had to take off time from work. But since we were off, we went ahead and drove up there 30 minutes in and out, not too bad. Well, the other thing that, that was interesting to me, too, or scary at the same time, is so I, I posted on my Facebook page that experience. And I had three or four other people, other people say the in same the same thing. area. Not just Cobb County, but... Um, DeKalb County, I DeKalb, think I saw one that was DeKalb. Gwinnett. Yeah. So same, all over the metro experience. Atlanta area. Yeah. So conspiracy. Which is probably, oh, yeah, I don't probably the bluest part of the state. Well, like I say, I don't, I don't know if it's intentional. I think it oh, might be just... I'm sure it's all a coincidence. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, but I'm saying it's incompetence <laughs> for sure. And who's in charge of elections? The guy that's running for governor. That doesn't seem like 
that should be. Logic would tell you not. That's like the Saints and the Falcons playing on Monday Night Football and Drew Brees is the head of the officials, too. That doesn't mm-hmm. compute. That's quite an what analogy. You like that? That's, That's pretty good, quite huh? quite an analogy. Yeah. Well, especially, you know, this governor race here is... Pass interference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every time. <laughs> but, you know, this is a neck-and-neck race here and so every vote counts and yeah, so absolutely. that's where this suppression thing comes into play and then also if it goes into a recount he's already said he's not going to step down even for a recount i don't see how that's i know it's i know the federal government they, they're not going to step in being who they are but right. i don't think they could step in unless it was you know i don't know if they brought it up to this Supreme Court. I, I would I think know. that the governor of Georgia would be the only person that we could step in and demand that he recuse himself. Yeah, but guess who he endorsed? His, his old buddy. So, yeah, that was the second thing that's depressing me is this race here in Georgia. So it's not just the Congress, but the race here. This has grown. This isn't just a local race. This a, race has gotten national attention. Because I think that there's something a lot of people aren't aware of either is like to amend the Constitution, and I'm going to mess the numbers up, but you have to have like 33 governors voting to pass a change. Okay. So. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Because this break. is like polls. These conversations are like watching poll stories. Beto O'Rourke is up by two. Yeah, no, yeah. Ted Cruz is up by 10. Yeah. You need to avoid them. And not pay attention to them, either good or bad. They're not good for your sanity. Well, no, no. But my, the point I'm making though, is a lot of people don't put a whole lot of emphasis or importance on gubernatorial races. No, I don't think that's the case. In this election, every single race is active. I think, yeah. I think the point he's kind of making is people pay attention to their own governor's race, but not necessarily... How the big many? Yeah, the big picture. How many governors are Democrats versus how many governors are Republican nationwide? But also in Georgia, governors are usually elected during the um, mid- midterm elections. Midterm, not when presidential elections. Not when the big beauty. Contest so traditionally, you get a lot lower turnout. So you have a lot lower percentage of people selecting that person. I don't think that's going to happen this time. Not though. this time. No, no this. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, They're I don't, seeing record yeah, turnouts. Yeah, record turnouts uh, everywhere. Because yeah, that's why I'm. I'm thinking as people are starting to wake the hell up to say, oh, this shit is uh, potentially going to affect me now. (laughs) So what are you drinking, Jeff? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you the same thing. I'm drinking a a shake chocolate porter from the Boulder Beer Company. From Boulder, Colorado? Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. It was $4.50 a six-pack. So get out. That's quality. What you got? So what I have is a beer called America. In your red, white, America. and blue label. Yeah, there's no, there's no. Hey, actually, they have a pair of pants as the A. So. Oh, so it's for We're being pants. pantsed. We're being pantsed, I think. But this is a farmhouse ale made by. I can't even read. Cress Brewing Company in Cress, Oklahoma. Never heard of Cress. Never heard of Cress, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Shut or up. Krebs. Krebs. That's why oh, I can't, that's can't read. I need m- glasses. Big difference. Yeah. They have glasses on. They're they're way overdue <laughs> to get new ones. But it's a tasty beer, 7.5, so look out. What are you drinking there, sir? We did another casino party, and it was the deal where you paid $10, and it was a wine pool. And they had red ribbons on the red wines and white ribbons on the white wines. So I went ahead and threw my $10 in because they said all the bottles were at least worth $10. And a couple of them were worth considerably more than that. I went ahead and paid for and pulled a bottle, and I got Two Hawk Malbec. It's from Oregon. But then when the party was over, they didn't sell all the bottles of wine, so they said we could all grab one. So I ended up walking out with two bottles of wine, so I've got one in the rack for for our next episode. And I don't remember, I think this wine was $12 to $15 bottle of wine, and the other bottle I got is named Carnivore, and I think that one was like a thirty dollar bottle Ooh, of wine. Well, you got your uh, money's worth. Then. And I don't. Why don't you open that for the for the group? <laughs> and I, I can. We can have that one uh, for possibly dessert. next week. But uh, a victory pod. We're thinking about throwing a little bonus episode out there. A post election, hopefully victory. <laughs> it may still be curled up in a ball on it, the floor. It may be nothing that but would, a, actually but be an hour of us pod. whimpering. That'd know? be a better pod. Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately. The, the post? Yeah. The, no, the, 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 the next one is always going to be better than this one. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you set the bar up again. 
<clears throat> we're not due to have another episode recorded until 10 days after the election. Yeah, like two days afterwards, if if it all goes horribly wrong. Or if it all goes horribly right. That that could be a boring pod. That could be. The, the, us, us high-fiving for right, an hour. Right. <laughs> the, the horribly wrong. going to be... Where were you when you realized your dreams were going to be crushed oh, again? Man. Yeah. It'd be 2016 all over again. Yeah. Deja vu. Just worse. So, so stay tuned. We're, uh, <laughs> we're thinking on it. Yeah, we're kicking around the idea of, of, of doing an episode. I think we kind of need to do an episode next week and throw it out Even there if we don't record as, it. As quickly as possible, yeah. <laughs> we may need Yeah, it. we might just need to get together and console each other. Oh, I stayed awake. I didn't really stay awake. I went to sleep, and then I woke up. That's and completely different from staying away. That's why I, I meant that's why I, I, I cop to it. And I watched the post-Saturday Night Live guy. Oh, did you? I did. Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley. The man who has did an open really? invitation to come on the show. And, and Only the, the, the second man in the history of mankind other than Jesus, Jesus yeah. who has an open invitation that's a fact. to come on the show. That is fact. And, and he, he lives a lot closer. We think. I thought Jesus was in your heart. Mm. So that's a little closer. Right? Now, did you know it going into it, what you were watching? Oh, absolutely. Okay. On purpose. So, uh, on purpose. Yeah. Because if you didn't, it would take you a good 10, 15 minutes to realize, oh, shit, that dude's talking about Jesus. Right. I mean, it was. It's like, oh, fuck, he's talking about Jesus. Right. <laughs> it know, was. I thought he was. The was, opposite of fire and brimstone. No, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's very much like a seeker friendly talk. Self-help. Yeah. It's it's yep. Tony Robbins. Yeah, the the bait and switch they're using. Oh, I like how it's, yeah. there's a cynic right there. <laughs> yeah, that, absolutely. That, that man absolutely. is cynical. Yeah. I was surprised how corporate it was. He walks up to a big screen TV and it's a PowerPoint presentation. Oh yeah, okay. And I was like, huh? How many people are in the audience? Yeah. Look at these five days a week. And then you want to go to church and watch and one see again. another yeah. PowerPoint presentation? Yep. No, thanks. It was so amazing. I wonder how many people he's got on his IT department. His, oh, it's, it, it is a corporation. Graphic, yeah, his they, graphic they, arts they, department. They run those yeah. churches as a corporation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I must have killed. I actually took pictures of the screen. I must have Did killed you really? fit. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, you, you know were what, into what, this. what I will do for my art. So what was the lesson? What was he, what was he teaching in this particular episode? Uh, <laughs> No, I, well, you would probably know. Hmm. Like, what does he teach and preach? You said it takes 15 minutes to him to get to Jesus. Yeah. I've watched it a couple of times. And what's the name of it again? It's Fresh Start with Andy Stanley? Or, yeah, I don't know what the show is. It's super, it's very slick. He is 45-year-old dad hipster yep. dress. And did you notice the cadence he uses when he talks, too? He has those intentional pauses mm-hmm. to make points. Because it's important. It keeps you had you hanging on. You do not on. buy that at all. Because he's been, you know, you. they're copied in all these seeker-friendly things. Well, and he copied from somebody else. This is nothing original. This is, That's him. He's got his plaid shirt on. Yep. One button at the top unbuttoned. He's, uh, he's not oh, showing yeah. too much chest hair. Just enough. So he was talking about Christian deconversion. Deconverting from Christianity? Yes, but basically why those people are so wrong. He's going to tell you why they do it before, you know, he gets you. Rope, yeah. rope you back in. That's right. Yeah. And actually, he, he makes you think about to, those um, poor lost souls that have left the flock. The ones that Kellyanne Conway were warning us about. The anti-religious people. That's who he's he's trying to rope back in. Yeah. yeah. So Like us, so, us people. And you guys were roped in. You were the late, watching the, the show. The late night comedians. That's right. the, that's the problem with the world today. It's the Colberts and the Jimmy Kimmel. He's a of Catholic. So who's the late night? Fa- I don't need atheist. your facts. The only uh, one I can uh, think uh, of. Who's who's the Australian guy? He's uh, not on Jim no, Jeffers. Yeah, Jeffers or no, what? not Jeffers. No, Jim Jeffries. Yeah, Jim Jeffries. Yes. Yeah, he would be the only atheist late night person that I could. He didn't even late night. He comes on at like ten thirty. Well, for some people that's late. For Kellyanne Conway, yeah, that probably is. Not yeah, not to be confused with Jeffers or whatever the guy in Dallas is. Yeah, Jeffers. Jeffers. I'm already mixed up. But yes, the anti-religious people are the real problem. So it's not all the vitriol coming out of Trump that's caused these 
shootings that she has uh, dutifully defended. It's obvious. The guy from Florida was a Democrat. And if not, then Obama and Hillary mailed the bombs to themselves. And so all those decals on his van were just a cover. That's a false flag operation, Jeff. And then the guy in Pittsburgh, he'd watched Kimmel too many times and Colbert and no, so I'm not sure where she's getting her information, I guess, what I'm saying. Well, well, first of all, you shouldn't take anything she says seriously. No. Really? Um, this is the woman that came up with alternative facts. But you know. it, it was interesting that she came out after a grim week and a half. Instead of anything decent, she came out, I said, that it was the anti-religious and that somehow anti-religiosity yeah. was in vogue. It was hip to make fun of the religious. That is the culture that that's creating all that this. created the opportunity for this guy to take a, a, a gun into a synagogue. So and, yeah, I don't know what what you even do with that. I mean, that's just so off the wall. But you know, the Fox people. I think wasn't well, she it on did Fox? On, she did on yeah, Fox. Yeah, it was on Fox and Friends. So, so of course, their audience is going to believe that stuff because well, this is the same the evangelicals. It's the same show that, and we we did this on our second episode. After the Vegas shooting, they blamed the shooting on the fact that the shooter was not a member of a church. Because if you're not a member of a church, you're an atheist uh, in, in their eyes. It was his atheism that caused him to do what he did. And to the Fox viewer, that makes perfect sense. But I wonder, again, maybe the second time in the pod that I've had my glass half full Uh-oh. hat on. I don't know if I like the new Jerry. It's... <laughs> Believe me, it, it will. It will uh, I'll, I'll go back to normal in a few minutes. Well, I guess it's not a red hat. It is consistent for her to come out and deflect. Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. And yeah. there's not many ways or places to deflect after the last couple of weeks. So feels like that's the bottom of her bag of tricks. Is it finally getting old? Is the audience for this finally starting to... To shrink a little or tire of it. There's going to be people that buy it simply because. But they're going to swing an election. Are they that big and powerful? It seemed to be not just roundly mocked, but almost dismissed. It seemed such a reach that it wasn't even worthy of the outrage that so many other things she says has garnered. And I wonder if finally running out of gas with these... With the gaslighting. Am I being too optimistic? Because I don't have to be. The people on one side are going to see her say something like that and just, it's par for the course. It's just, you know, they expect it. And the people that give a shit what she says to begin with are clutching at straws for anything. I've seen posts online talking about how the guy from Florida was a Democrat and that, that mailed these bombs. Nothing. Right. That's just that feels now like standard yeah, disinformation. Yeah. Nothing like about this guy it. points you that he was on the left. Look at the van he was living in. <laughs> once in a while, you'll see one of those around here, though. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 The church I used to go to, a guy in our parking lot had those similar kind of signs on his car. And, so. and how did you treat him? I avoided him. Seriously? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was. Because he's whacked. Well, <laughs> maybe it goes without saying clearly. Same genre of stickers. Well, I mean, this is like no, Hillary this was with pre-Trump. This was pre-Trump, so okay. I mean, I'm talking about, but it was still far right, Rush Limbaugh, Infowars, Infowars yeah. kind of stuff. So you knew the guy was not drawing from a logical world. And you never, and you didn't talk to him. No, no, uh, because I, there was no point in having a conversation with somebody like that. I mean, because you knew where his news source was. It's like, no, there's no. And I guess you don't want to troll that guy. No, no. Mm-mm. No. You're better off just avoiding it. Well, and that's yeah, the same thing you're talking about here. There's no sense in, in debating some of the people that believe this stuff. What what was the name of the uh, – we, we were talking about that, that Turkish guy. <laughs> oh, Young Turks. <laughs> young Turks. <laughs> Turkish guy. <laughs> they have a thing where they interview at these Trump rallies, and these people that they interview – I don't. I think they're just picking him randomly. I yeah, they assume. pick him randomly out of the crowd, but not just the Young Turks. It's a, a lot of shows will do that. They'll right, go to these yeah. Trump rallies and interview people in line, and just the bat shit 
fuckery that comes out of these people's mouths. But it's all ridiculous. stuff they're repeating from yeah. Fox News yeah. and from Kellyanne Conway. Okay. And but these are, these are people that believe in QAnon. They believe in Pizzagate and, and all the rest of this stuff. And false okay. flags. So, yeah. so thanks a lot. You're not sure you like the new Jerry? Well, you got the old Jerry right now. <laughs> so that took, what, five whole fucking minutes. So... I, I told you, it, it, the pendulum goes back. Hey, Jerry's here. <laughs> oh, thank goodness he's back. I. Oh, I know where you're going. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Now I feel like I'm at home. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go right ahead, Jeff. Tell me what I'm going to say. Okay, so my assumption is, you know, what value is there in interviewing those people? No, I wasn't going to say that. Not even close. I wasn't going to say that at all. All right, go. But (laughs) now that you mentioned it, (laughs) well, in part, for sure, but it is an amplification of what what you say, batshit fuckery or something. Yeah. What good is it to watch that stuff? Because I think people start to think, oh, they're everywhere. And there's more of them out there. But I'm confident of our motivation this time. I'm confident that we outmotivate them. I'm. I, I am, maybe I'm not confident. Yeah, I am confident. I'm not hmm. just hopeful, but I am confident. Cautiously optimistic. Dare I say, just <laughs> actually yeah. optimistic. Yeah. So you're counting on then a number of people that were in his camp, but lightly in his camp, coming to their senses. In other words, they're starting to see through the Kellyanne bullshit. They're starting to see through the the caravan is here to invade our country seeing through that bullshit some of the people that were on the edge or the, or the people that he's using as political pawns the, what, what people the Kanye's of the world who took that red hat off pretty quickly after he realized that he was being used same thing Caitlyn Jenner she was on the Trump train who who yeah you know, until, and, until and, she saw and, how it might impact until he started, yeah. Until he started, well, they they said, okay, let's let's find a group that we can demean who will rile up my base, and that group is smaller, so that even if they all show up to vote, my base will more than outweigh them. I know the transgenders, and then all of a sudden, Caitlyn Jenner's she completely changed her tune. Well, because there was something that I can't remember exactly what it was, where he was going to just redefine to. Two genders. They're trying to define gender. It would be an executive order or some type of decree. Where your gender is determined by your genitalia at birth. At birth, right. No matter what happens after that, doesn't matter. Yeah, and I can't remember what departments that was going to affect or anything. But I think that was kind of the tipping. It's like, so now that it affects you, now you're going to change your tune. Okay. Still the old me. Still the old you. Still contrarian. Um, Not contrarian. I'll go positive. I hope that it's finally... Losing some of its steam. Yeah, I it, think, it's, it's wearing thin. People right. are starting to see through it. I don't think there's a lot more room for motivation on their side. I think there was way more yeah. room for motivation on mm-hmm. our side. Right. And I think that, if we win, is what will carry it. I think they'll still be as enthusiastic, for the most part, as they were before. The base base. But I think the enthusiasm is on the blue side. Yeah. And I think we have been awakened or taken it more seriously. And an, another no. thing is he doesn't have the Hillary punching bag. There's a, there's a lot of people, and I, I seriously believe... He does, that, but it's not the same no. because it's not he's not running yeah. against her. They bring her out yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah. but peop- there's a out. lot of people that voted for him as, an, as a protest vote against her. He does not have that to play against now. And a lot of people that voted for him because he was going to do this and he was going to do that and he was going to do this and he was going to do that. As soon as he got elected, all those things went by the wayside. Lock her up, lock her up. I'm going to appoint uh, independent counsel to look into the Clintons. As soon as he got elected, that went by the wayside quickly. And all this other stuff that he said he was going to do hasn't come to fruition. So all these people... Amazing. But he lies know, about this. Yeah, Like exactly. the build the wall thing. Yeah. He's still it's claiming still he's building the wall. We got a lot of prototypes, but we ain't got shit for, you know, but as far as But he's claiming that he's no. got the money and, and they're doing it. But he but, claim... I, I Honestly, I don't want to talk about him. That's all you hear about. It, it will be sweet on Tuesday night. And if I got to eat my words on Thursday, right. then it might be a bourbon show. I, I'll, to, just, I'll just put it in an IV. <laughs> you know, like, straight in my arm. But I would nominate as a hero a certain Methodist, Methodist pastor. Pastor, yes. our, our interrupted our boy 
that interrupted Jefferson Beauregard <laughs> Sessions. <laughs> so there was there were two guys. One was a Baptist. One was a Methodist. Which he is. He's a Methodist. He is right. a Methodist. And yeah, he even yeah. called him. Is them, he still a Methodist, or did the Methodist? I think they, they tried send to, him his walking papers. I think they tried to. I don't know if it went through yet or not. So it was like, works. you know, if you were there heckling Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III. I wouldn't be quoting the Bible. You would have the Bible <laughs> app open. This guy oh, yeah, was a minister yeah, quoting the Bible. Knew it from heart. Yeah. Out loud and like the compassionate parts. And yeah. he called him the Brother Jesus Jeff. Part, yeah. He was talking about the, you know, um, I was a stranger and you took me in. And, you know, that I, I don't know the that particular... You don't. Yeah, have, I don't, don't, I don't. Come on, I'm sorry. Man. Sorry. Hey, look, if I can't use it in an atheist versus theist <laughs> debate group on Facebook, it's it's not in my wheelhouse. Okay. And the lovey-dovey, buddy Jesus part of the Bible is is not really in my wheelhouse. So sorry. And then he said, and what did Session say? That he was being. He said, "Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your attack. Yes. Your attack. Yeah. yeah. From the Bible. Yeah. That God wrote according yeah. to their theology. And yeah. then." What did the crowd do? And this was a Federalist Society. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, context here. A religious. Well, not religious. They're the ones that gave Dotard the entire slate of Supreme Court candidates. But it is religiously. Here's here's 20 guys you can pick from. They're all pretty like much 18, the same. Nineteen dudes pick and a any, woman. Yeah, pick anyone you want, and he and he went with the date rapist. Yeah, but it is evangelically so, infused, those. But he said, I, and I was hungry, and you gave me food. Yeah. The verses are frequently read as Jesus's exhortation to care for the poor, sick, right. and marginalized. The Sermon on the Mount. And what happened when he was being dragged out by security? They booed a Methodist minister and is <laughs> preaching the words of that's Jesus. Why, that's why I don't think they're evangelical. No, they're just no, hypocrites. No, 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 no. They're just hypocrites. Eh, eh, yeah. eh. No, no. You're That's the thing. To... Evangelicals do not follow the teachings of Jesus. This is not news. We know that. We yeah. know that. We so that's why I'm this. saying they're booing that. But I like when, the, when that... the security force came and they grabbed him and started dragging him out. Immediately, the Baptist preacher stood up, took up the mantle, and oh. and kept going. And he was promptly dragged out of the room as well. Okay, too. but there's different factions of that Baptist. Yeah, too. true. He it wasn't it, yeah. the Southern Baptist, I'm sure. I doubt it. No, not, yeah. not if they're following the teachings of Jesus. No, he's probably. Go ahead, say it. What? Progressive. Yeah. yeah. Mainline. Um, mainline. Progressive. Ding, ding. So, yes, that he's my new hero. Who is? The guy that, Did that you, heckled oh, yeah, Jeff yeah, Sessions. Yeah, yeah. Did we ever find his name? We need to give this guy a shout-out. Pastor Will Green. And where's he? Where's Will Green from? It says Andover, so maybe Andover, Massachusetts. There you go. That makes sense. Oh, and the other guy who came to his defense was from Boston. He's the one that called them hypocrites for advocating for it because this was a religious liberty breakfast. Like, these, that's what the speech was about. These guys showed up loaded for bear. Yeah, they they, they were ready. Yeah. Called so, them hypocrites for advocating for religious liberty politically, only the, to deny him the opportunity to express his, his religious faith by quoting gospel at the event. Yeah. And they, they shouted over him. him Go yeah. home. I mean, yeah, boo. Yeah, yeah. Quit yeah. attacking like, me with the words the, of Jesus. These two guys, they kissed their wives in the morning and made sure they had bail money <laughs> before they left because they, they knew what they were getting into. Oh, oh, they, you know, yeah. And I don't care how dyed-in-the-wool Republican you are. Booing ministers, quoting scripture, and dragging them out of a meeting where they're talking about a religious liberty bill, it's, it's just not, not a good look for you. Not, good, no, no, but not yeah. a good look. What do you want look good on the 6 o'clock news. You nope. think that made the cut on Fox News, though? I'd be curious to know if that I'm, I'm sure did. if that story even aired on Fox News, they'd have a different These spin. two guys were labeled as far Heretics. left-wing, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. lunatics, right. two socialist no, from preachers. Massachusetts. Yeah. Say no more. Yeah. Yeah. From Taxachusetts. Taxachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, they, you know, they, Talking that Jesus you know, they spin it, yeah, they spin it their own their own way. Yeah. But props to them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Golf absolutely. Clap. That was yes, absolutely, absolutely. We yeah. need more of that kind of stuff. We need more people calling that crap out. Well, e- even worse was the l- little stunt that Pence had. You're going to have to give me some context because I never did get the whole Jews for Jesus thing. Is it basically a front group to convert Jews to Christianity? Right? Isn't that what it is? I I don't know if it's like a 
front group. It's just a different offshoot of Christianity is the way I'd look at it. Like a so they're not hybrid. So they they follow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, I, yeah. I'm gonna sit back and Go listen ahead, to yeah. this one. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean they they follow the Hebrew Bible and all that kind of thing. They follow all of the the rituals and the celebrations. No, Jews so, don't consider them Jews, right? And, and right. Christians don't consider them Christians. <laughs> it's no, they're, they, they're in that. They're, they're they kind of sh- do. That's I think that's why Pence and these guys <laughs> had them. At this uh, well, he rally, he couldn't even get a good one of those. No, this guy was defrocked. Yeah, he got kicked out of his own group. Well, and I don't know. Pence knew all that. I don't know how much they vet stuff. You but know. they but they brought this guy in after the the shooting in Pittsburgh. Right. This was supposed to be kind of a healing. Yeah. Kind of Let's, prayer. So all right, we got to get a Jew. We got to get him on stage. We got to get a photo op. And then the guy went off. Blessing all the Republicans voting, you know, f- that were running for either re-election or and in the name of Jesus because they believe Jesus is a Messiah. So that that's was heresy, the, yeah, to traditional Judaism. So that's what I mean by kind of a front group to convert Jews. And, and I'm way over my I'm tips and way my out skis the weeds. On this. Yeah. I am, yeah. But it's a huge controversy. And the stuff that I read was like uh, from Jewish writers was it's offensive angry. to them, right? Yes, right. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's a great phrase for it. They were yeah. huge offended on like multiple levels, right? As they should be, because you know their thing is is the Messiah has not yet come, and you know these people are saying that Jesus is that Messiah. Do you so. think that's what they were offended about? I don't think that's what I don't. No. Think, I don't think that's no. I think I, that was probably tenth on their list of things yeah. that they were offended about. They're like. We got to get in front of this. Get me a Jew. Who can we find? It's a Christian Jew. The whole the whole thing was offensive on all fronts. If I was Jewish, I would find it offensive. If I was Christian, I'd find it offensive. If I was atheist, I'd find it offensive. I mean, it's just there's no good optics on this. And then to get together after this horrible, senseless act that took place, and let's have a big pep rally for all the Republicans that are running for office was just a slap in the face. I don't remember him praying for the the dead, praying for the the families, praying for the congregation, praying for the city, praying for anybody that had anything to do with the fact that why you're there to begin with. But let's pray for Mike Pence yeah, and to do it in Jesus' name. Here's yeah. a good one-liner on uh, why it's so offensive. This was written by a rabbi on NBC site. Why Mike Pence's prayer with Christian, air quotes, Rabbi Lauren Jacobs was so insulting to Jews. The faith leader the vice president asked to share a blessing for unity believes the only way for Jews to reach heaven is, is to stop being Jews. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. So... The guy that they brought in to smooth everything over after a, a synagogue was shot up, he believes those people, those 11 people are, are burning, burning in hell, hell right now. Right, right. Now, mm-hmm. that's offensive to me as an atheist. I mean, that, that's, that's highly offensive. Right, right. But, I mean, that's kind of what the whole Trump administration is yeah. is, is about. I mean, their, their deal on moving the embassy to Jerusalem is a tip to... Zionist evangelicals, that yeah. that's going to bring Jesus to touch down and bring his, his coming back on the, on the white horse. So Jews for Jesus was founded in 1973 at the urging of the Southern Baptist Convention Go as figure. a missionary organization ah. with a very specific purpose, to evangelize to Jews and recruit them to Christianity. Dang. I I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I remember the first time I heard the term Jews for Jesus, and I thought that was a joke. I thought, I mean, I thought it was like a Saturday Night Live skit. Well, I thought, you know, maybe, yeah, they like him as a prophet. Yeah. You know, but no, as as the Messiah. That's some some good irony there. That's some good double entendre. So, the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah. Holy shit. The urging of, I'm not sure exactly what they mean by the urging of, but that is. Pretty clear. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the other part that's offensive is they're just so bad at stuff like that. Either they don't care. You got it there. They don't care. That, that, that's it. They don't care. They think they're right. When you, when you think you have the truth, you know, in your hand, when you have a hotline to the almighty, almighty. creator of, of the universe and he has bestowed upon you the truth, all, everybody else is wrong. Being offensive, well, you know, and, and, doesn't register. And, and the concern is all about 
the bass. You, you know who John Hagee is, right? Yeah. And he's big in that Jews for Jesus kind of thing, too. I mean, he's, he's done Go a lot figure. of it. Well, but I, I'm, so what I'm saying is so that's where they're tipping their, their hat to is, is those people. They, they realize there's probably not a large percent of Jewish people that are going to vote Republican anyway. So they're making an appearance for the people that are uninformed. Okay, wait a minute. So how bad would it have been if Pence brought in an actual Jewish rabbi, put a yarmulke on, and for, you know, and for a day placated, for lack of a better term? You think he's incapable of doing that, though? Absolutely. Who, Pence? Yeah. We certainly didn't find out, you know, in Pittsburgh. But would he do that if there, let's say that there was a competent administration that that did. <laughs> let's deal in fantasy. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. No. So we talk about fantasy a lot on this yeah. podcast. So let's say that there was a. It was a competent administration, and they did traditional things that they actually tried to unify people right, after right. a well, horrible yeah. event. Think yeah. back to the Bush days, you know, yeah. where after nine eleven, he went. No, I'm saying yeah. he went to a, a, a mosque. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So right, that's what a president of all people does. Well, well, I was just or, thinking the same thing when you, before you mentioned that. What if this guy in Pittsburgh had gone into a mosque and shot up a mosque? Would they have brought in some pro-Jesus Islamic imam? Mm, maybe. Or would they have even bothered? Mm. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't think they would have. I think that's a whole different thing. Hopefully, we won't. Uh, we won't find they, out. It did oh, happen. It happened. Or would in, they have blamed it on Colbert? It happened in Quebec. You know? You know what? There's so many of them. It's probably easy to forget. But do you think that if you had a competent administration, though, and, you know, competent comms people, and they said, this rabbi is super, you know, respected, and we want you to be next to him and wear a yarmulke, would he say, no way in hell? Like, would he? You're like, out of your fucking Wait, mind. you're talking yeah. about a competent president. I'm talking about Pence. His boss? Yeah, he he put any hat on. He yeah, 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 just yeah, did. Yeah, you, know, right. you know what? How many networks are taking me live? Yeah, right. You know, yeah. but Pence, the truest of true believers, would his faith prevent him from doing that? Absolutely, I would think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would think that would definitely. Even this, though they love I Israel, think, I think this guy, this they, this guy was the compromise. Give me, give me one of them. Mm. Give, me, give me one of them pro-Jesus Jews, and I'm in. But yeah. that, I mean, that's the thing it is, ain't is, is we don't know. This was a rally for somebody else that Penn showed up to. It's like like Kemp had a rally and Penn showed up to. So yeah. I don't know if it was the organizers, you know, that messed up. But that still should have been vetted. Is Pence should have looked at the the thing and said, I don't know about this. Well, yeah. But he obviously that, but didn't. That, the problem but the problem is you think that was a mistake. Yeah, he doesn't. Right, that's that, what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. So that, he, he may have looked at the roster and said, oh, this is cool. Yeah, good deal. I, I would think it, he... Hey, good job, guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but just the fact that you would be arguing, not arguing, but discussing Jews for Jesus at a tragedy, that would be like the main of the, the many offensive things. The only way that's, that is appropriate is if that particular sect of Judaism was the synagogue that got shot up. Right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. If, if, if 11 Jews for Jesus died, by all means, bring, bring in your top Jew for Jesus. And let him say some words. But this is a slap in the face to the people that died in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. And it's worse if it was conscious. If it was just if, them yeah. bumbling if this was a faux pas way through a presidency, yeah. then it's, it's still offensive. But it's like offensive and you're a moron as opposed to it's offensive and, wow, that is just super devious and terrible. Right? Yeah, yeah. But but Pence is not a stupid evangelical. I mean, I think he knows these distinctions. Cool. So Pence. So you think it was the latter? You yeah. think it was intentional? Absolutely. It was a yeah, well, yeah, yeah, a choice that they made that this is okay. We'll go this route. Well, it must be true He's, because there's an article from the Federalist that says that no, Pence did not invite a Messianic Jew to pray for Pittsburgh. So you're well, right. Well, he might not have invited him. True. 
Pardon me? He probably wasn't the one. I, like I say, this was a, uh, a rally for you know some congressman or whatever that he was attending. But wouldn't you vet the process? Who's going to be the speakers and that kind of thing? I, I guarantee you that Pence thinks that he's going to be the president for eight years after Trump's done with his eight years. I or guarantee sooner. you he believes that. Oh, I'm sure he does. And this was something that was not going to come back and bite him with the evangelical base. Right, yeah. You know, again, six years from now. Yeah. When he, when, when he thinks he's going to become president. Because did this show up on Fox News? I kind of doubt it. I mean, the rally might have, but the, yeah. the commentary on it probably, no. probably did. Absolutely not. Yeah, we're, we're ill-equipped to talk about what's on Fox unless it's the latest outrage video on social media. So we're in a pretty hard bubble there. Mm-hmm. I am, at least. Well, I, I, do, I do poke in from time to time, you know. When I'm when I'm working, just to see what they're talking about, and what's your time limit? How much time? Yeah, what's the time until the first commercial comes up, and then I'm out. Then you're back to CNN <laughs> or MSNBC. So, like, if you're watching CBS in the morning, and the 700 Club comes on at nine o'clock, how many minutes of Pat Robertson do you have? Oh, I don't have time for that guy. So not at all. Not for him. I mean, it's either that or the the talk or the chew or the the gab or whatever the, the, the Megan the Kelly fuck the, they have the canceled yeah. Megan Kelly hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's get five women and stick them behind a table because the other station did that and they're getting good ratings. You know. How do you really feel? Uh, that's another story for another day. Probably so. <laughs> I'm not 700 Club curious. I usually, I usually, I usually I've never heard that term before. I usually got about like that. maybe two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah. If, I, if I'm really listening, it's two minutes to looking for the remote and probably swearing as I turn the power off. I'll be honest. Just out of curiosity. I would watch until some big-haired woman started singing. At that point, I'm out. So it's more of a news program. Mm-hmm. So they, well, they do, do have a news segment. They do yeah, the they do they do a spin on the news that that would that would make your blood boil. Oh, I would definitely and watch the batshit fuckery coming out of his mouth for the first 15 minutes or whatever. That, there's no way. Oh yeah. How could you? How how can you sit through that? I can't sit through it. <laughs> I'll watch an hour of the Shepherd's Chapel. Right, but that sounds like, you know, for lack of a better term, just like the the crazy hour. That's just straight up Bible study. I mean, they're just, you know, they're reading the Bible and, and you know, interpreting it. You, you know, can that. watch that for an hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. For real. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. I love that shit. drives my wife crazy. Oh, my God. You should Why see the, the shit eating grin on his yeah. face right now. Why the fuck are we watching this? He's like, what are we? I was like, shh. Pastor Murray is speaking. Shh. Be quiet over there. Have some respect. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's saying the words of Jesus now. Yeah. Wow. So we're and, halfway through the book of Deuteronomy. And, and quiet. What what do you this is really this is a good part. Shh. Yeah. So what what <laughs> uh, you know, maybe it'll change this time. What do you get out of it? It's the same thing that and I've explained this I don't know if I explained this on the pod before or not. You probably have I and probably I didn't have. understand it then and I might not probably understand not even it. Probably not even get this time. <laughs> but like if I was to watch a YouTube Christopher Hitchens and William Lane Craig are having a debate. Does God exist? Or is the God of the Bible uh, an asshole? That's a, that's a good debate uh, uh, topic. But whenever I, I watch a theist versus an atheist debate or listen to one of those or something like that, it's not like when the atheist is giving his presentation that I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that, you know, that makes sense. That, you know, that, it's not the reinforcing that I get from the atheist. It's when the theist talks that I think that's just not how it is. That's not how the world works. That, that doesn't manifest in reality. You've got a layer of, of superstition that isn't necessary. That's the part that fascinates me. It's it's not the truth that the atheist is talking about. It's the complete falsehood that the theist is talking about. That's the part that fascinates me. So That's watching the, these shows then, it sounds yeah. like you're doing like like competitive marketing research. Yeah. I, I get that because I do that, thing. you know, from time yeah. to time as as well, just to see, you know, what are what are they spewing it's out a, there? It's the same thing. Give you give me another example. It's like watching <laughs> watching the Kemp Abrams debate. It's not that I'm agreeing with Abrams because I am, right. but it's my disagreement with Kemp that is more enlightening 
to me. Well, and it's and it's the reason too that I I watch some of the Trump rallies. Yeah, just to see yeah, what the hell absolutely. he's saying, and then not just what he's saying, but watching the crowd. Watching somebody talk action. for thirty minutes that I agree with is kind of boring, but watching somebody that I'm diametrically opposed to is fucking fascinating to me. It increases our blood pressure. Somewhat, it does, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, like, you don't feel the same way. I I, I, I do not. Right. Um, but you watched Andy Stanley. I, I did. How much How much did you get through? Did well, you watch the whole he's, show? He's pretty calming, though. He's not like, he's he's not, not yeah. like a fire and brimstone. Yeah. So. I didn't make the whole show. Yeah. But more I, than, I didn't, more I didn't, than five I, minutes. I didn't make the big reveal where he turns the argument on its head like, <gasps> Clenches oh, the deal. It really but, means that it's Jesus in the Bible. Dang, I didn't see that coming. But I did mention the fact that I, I do talk back to the TV. As they... You liar! Oh, so this is a little more interactive then. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's, you got to record that sometime. I've, nev- I've, I've never had a formal debate with a Christian, but I've had a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> I have shorter patience with Pat Robertson. In particular, because he well, goes yeah, he goes yeah. political right off the bat. Absolutely, but yeah. the yeah. Bible stuff is like I should put that on to help me go to sleep at night because it, it just would it not. Just it would not. Yeah, my blood. I don't think my blood pressure would boil at the at the Bible stuff. I would be the the confused dog that kind of tilts its head at you. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> what? Oh, okay. It, it wouldn't grab me, Stanley. I'll, I'll if I'm up. I pledge. Between now and the next pod, hopefully it's not next week, then I will watch a whole episode. Whole episode. Maybe I should tape it. There you go. DVR it. I should and just, tape it. And just watch it at your leisure. But, you know, there is something, something you said about it live at 1 a.m. on a Saturday yeah. when lots of bad decisions have been made prior. Okay. <laughs> Monday through Friday, every oh, night at midnight, tape an hour of the Shepherd's Chapel. Now, if, has now on YouTube. if you get 10 minutes into it and you can't go any further, fast forward to the last 20 minutes or that's so. Where he oh, does that's like the, the e-block. No, that's that's when he, he does the wrap up of the stops, sales pitch. Well, he stopped. No, he stops the um, the Bible study and he starts answering questions from viewers. Viewers mail in letters and he reads the letters live and answers them. And that's when they we have to do that. They basically shit over all the other denominations, but they right. make a conscious effort of saying they're not shitting on all the other denominations. We need to do that. It's phenomenal. We need to do that. Oh. We need to get our question on the air, not from the godless heathens, but from from Don in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, we should we should you know what we really should do is all three of us send one and see have like a little contest. See who can get their question yeah. answered first. Yeah. I don't know what their taping schedule is, so who knows Yeah, how like, long it takes before it shows up. God, I would not have to watch fifty episodes. To, <laughs> <laughs> <you know. laughs> but yeah. Everybody out there, do yourself a favor and D V R the Shepherd's Chapel oh, and yeah, fast forward through the first 40 minutes of it. you got to see if they have a YouTube channel where they post that stuff then we can post a link if they do. The only YouTube video I've ever seen of the Shepherd's Chapel is the one that I posted 10-15 episodes back where somebody broke into the studio and the pastor pulled his pistol out of the desk. See, he doesn't listen to his own show. <laughs> he obviously doesn't <laughs> click on the link. He doesn't. Yeah, but- yeah. No, some guy comes in and you see the he's like in the middle of the Bible study and he freaks out and like starts which drawer is my gun in? Oh yeah, it's in this one. And he opens the drawer out, pulls out a nine millimeter, and tells the guy because he points at the guy. He goes, "You no no you out out you know." And then he as as it turns to black and and the camera doesn't show him anymore. You can hear him say, "Here." Use this nine millimeter on that boy. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Whoa. that's your Christian love for you right there. So that uh, that took a it's little a bit of a dark turn. Pack there. and pastor. Pistol. Pack and pastor. pastor. There you go. Yeah, that was. That's that's my favorite clip of the show. <laughs> so, and you probably have to mail it. 
<laughs> Do they yeah. accept email? Uh, no, it's literally can, different we colors. Can, we could send it from the godless pot. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all, no, it's, it's actual letters. Oh, yeah, the mail, snail it's mail. It's all, letter. like, he's got a stack this is old school of, shit like, here. different size, different color, different shape pieces of paper. Well, this is why. That he's reading actual snail mail letters. This from. is why they don't have a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. a podcast, I'm yeah. sure, yeah. Definitely old school. Because Bessie from Alabama has got a question about revelations, and he's willing to set her straight. Was he doing mushrooms? He's like, no, 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 something like that. It's like it's serious theological questions. Hmm. So you would be favored in this. See, there's a local radio station that, like at six o'clock, when I'm driving to our our meetups, same kind of thing. It's a call in. Mm Show and that's what's kind of curious to me is is like some of these questions you know they sound like they're really you know authentic from the heart kind of things and the way these guys answer them is like well basically what it is 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 what do you listen to yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's calling. listening to like AM it's, preachers it's, it's research know? research that's what I'm saying yeah huh mm-hmm. research what well, yeah yeah uh, what, what are you researching what are you gonna learn. What kind of stupid questions people have, and the more stupid answers mm-hmm. that they get. Okay, so you're, you're you're listening. You're listening ironically. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Out of pity. Oh, really? <laughs> what other Christian stuff are you ironically listening to? I've stopped listening to most of it. Actually, I used to, I used to listen to like the Andy Stanley uh, sermons from now and then, and the Power Hour. No, I don't know what, what they call it. it. I, I, I have forget. no idea. Whatever is true. It's only on for a half hour. Is it a half hour show? I think so. But his sermon is a half hour. I mean, you know. But there was some other, you know, like local church podcasts that I would just kind of peek in from time to time just to see what they're spewing. Yeah. It's kind of. Really? I'm ashamed to say that our podcast host, Podbean, has like special rates for church sermon podcasts. Really? Yeah. Special rates? Yeah. Hmm. We are a religious podcast. Yeah. Maybe we should get a, a discounted rate. Maybe. We're preaching. We're preaching to our choir. Yeah. Well, we say in the open that we're not here to preach to the atheist uh, choir. So Okay, well, yeah, we, we need to change be, that part. Probably yeah. have to. <laughs> we are here to preach. Actually, because of financial <laughs> issues, we are here to preach to the atheist <laughs> choir. <laughs> so, wait a minute. That's kind of like the same thing. And, Jeff, you may not know this because you don't listen to your own podcast. Yeah. But we did talk Only when Katie makes me. We did <laughs> listen to this shit, man. Last week about the, was it the FFRF? Yeah. That was suing over that? Suing the IRS. Why can't we tell Podbean? We should sue Podbean. What the fuck? Like, yeah. hey, you know, that's what we're, as, we're talking about religion as much as they are. Where's our discount? What are you yeah. giving them a discount for? Our last episode was just atheism is not a religion. So we might want to rescind that. We might want to pull that episode before we uh, try and work the religion. But humanism angle. is. <gasps> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's not the fight. No. The fight is not to cast ourselves as a religion. Yeah, the goal the is rate? to get the same break. Right, Why should right, they right. get a special break? What makes them special? Know, why do they get a, a rate that's lower than why should we pay a pr- higher premium for the same service? Why are we paying a secular rate when they're paying yeah. a religious rate? Yeah. We need to ask these questions. Inquiring minds want to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. Got any uh, recommendations this week? Yeah, I do, actually. There's a book I just finished reading. It's called One Person, No Vote. It's by Carol Anderson, and she's a professor at Emory University. Right here in the ATL. Atlanta. Um, She was on Trevor Noah a few weeks back. So if you don't want to read the book, if you go to YouTube and, you know, search for Carol Anderson, Trevor Noah should be on there. Very eye-opening, talking about the history of the Voter Rights Act and how, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the year, it's probably like 2010, something like that, is when the Supreme Court unraveled that stuff. And that's when things in the Confederate states, former Confederate states, well, they still are Confederate states as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Slam. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially the one that you mm, live in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're behind enemy lines, sir. I am. <laughs> I, I'm a northerner. It's very eye-opening on voter suppression and how that is actually destroying our democracy. And, and we're seeing that play out in Georgia. Very big issue in this election. Yep. 
So I highly recommend getting the book or at least watching that video. And that was one person, no vote. No vote from okay. Carol Anderson. Uh, mine's not much happier. Uh-oh. Um, it's from a site called Hmm Daily. Hmm? H-M-M Daily. Hmm. Their About section is excellent. We're a blog. It has worked before. And that's it. That's how they describe their site. The editor is a former Gawker writer that I don't know how to pronounce his last name because it's S-C-O-C-C-A. Skoka. Tom Skoka. These are the bad times. It is about how there's a lot of pearl clutching and worry about whether or not we are slipping into Nazism and Dotard's going to grow a little tiny mustache. And then... He doesn't have the testosterone to grow a mustache. (laughs) He basically rattles off <laughs> all these things that are terrible enough already. I don't like to read this. It'll make it feel like shit. But it's a really good article, and it was unfortunately enlightening because I kind of feel that way. Mm-hmm. And you should read it. That it's, we are headed towards? that. No, that we're in it. It's a great comparison with Turkey. Turkey has elections, but yeah. they also jail political prisoners. And yep. Putin was democratically elected. What, mm-hmm. 17, 18 years ago? It's funny, you were, you were saying that, and I was remembering prior to Trump being elected, I remember saying that his rallies remind me of the Nuremberg rallies. Well, the, the, other, the other book that I'm reading now is a book by Madeleine Albright called Fascism, A Warning. And I've read other books in this yeah, similar she, kind of vein, but yeah. I mean, she lived through it. You know, she came out of the Czech... The Iron Curtain. And so she's seeing those parallels as well. That's why this election is super important. That's my recommendation. Get off your ass. Go vote. Yep. Vote early. Vote often. <laughs> go vote. Convince somebody else to vote. You take yes. Yeah, yeah. Take somebody with you when you go to vote. At Knock least on a door. Yep. Find find an elderly neighbor that's that's house ridden yep. and take them to vote. So mm-hmm. on that note, drop us a line. Send us an email. Godlessheathens at yahoo.com is our email. Send us an email. We'll probably read it on the show. Twitter, at Godless Podcast. Our Facebook is the uh, Godless Heathens Podcast Discussion Group. It's hidden. Search Godless Heathens Podcast. You'll find it. Send us a, uh, an invitation. or what's, what's what I'm looking for? Send us a note. Let us know you want to join. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fucking throw you on there, you know? <laughs> It's been a long night. Apparently. (laughs) Uh, Don't look to me for words, man. Yeah, I'm out of them. We appreciate the book recommendation from listener Paul. Oh, what book was it? Uh, Inventing Jesus. Really? Mm -hmm. Who did that buy? And when it says Paul, like, it felt felt kind of the gospel of Paul. Very very biblical name there. Biblical. Paul, yes. Very good job. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you can email us, too. Nice. See, I told you, send us an email. And he did. We'll Try read Paul, it. the Apostle Paul did. Thank you, Paul, for the shout-out and the uh, recommendation. So listen to us on Podbean, even though they make us pay more than yeah. they make religious organizations pay. That's, that's That's what we call in the business a tease. Yeah. YouTube, Godless Heathens Channel, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Jeff and my third-rate po- It's not third-rate. I say it's that first every time. It's first-rate, man. It's first-rate. Overcast. I like it. <laughs> That's his recommendation. Go download Overcast. So go to iTunes and give us all the stars. While you're at it, go to Patreon and give us all your fucking money. That sounds like a a a threat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit there. Uh, You know what? I don't think when you have that kind of ask that Andy Stanley or Jesus are both going to say, oh, I'm going to go on that show. Just email us your credit card number. (laughs) No, seriously. It's the five-star ratings. That's the lifeblood of a podcast. That's what gets it moved up the charts right, and gets right. recommended to, so to if, other people. Yeah, somebody people. does a search under, Absolutely. you know, what kind of podcast do I like? You know, if I'm an atheist, yeah. boom, right there. Yep. Oh, we don't, you don't, you don't have to be an atheist. No. To listen. No. You, it helps. Absolutely. But uh, you don't have to be. You can be any yeah. kind of heathen. You don't yeah. have to be just a godless You heathen. don't even have to be a heathen. You can be religious. You, I don't, and we don't even care what religion. If the Pope wants to download our show, I'm all for it. And maybe Andy Stanley's listening to the podcast. Andy. And if you are Andy, 
Come on. Open inv- We got a chair right here. It's like the Moses seat right here. So come sit we in We have it. two open invitations. <laughs> Moses seat. Is that what we it's, call it? That's what we're going to – well, to, or the Andy seat. I have to move my laptop. I'll move my laptop bag for you, Andy. It is the Jesus seat, but we will gladly move the laptop bag if Jesus and or Andy Stanley – Or Moses. Or, or Moses. Three. We now have three <laughs> open invitations, Moses, Jesus, and Andy Stanley. And if we get all of them, one of us will bail so they yeah. – yeah. I will gladly sit on the futon. and Oh, because that'd be perfect. Yeah. We'd have the conversation, and he'd shout at us like he was on TV. <laughs> yeah. He'd be a heckler. Exactly. He'd get heckled exactly. from there. Yeah. Be like, we can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, any of you guys, come on down and sit in the seat, and we'd love to have you. Victory or depressing podcast next week? Victory. Smells like victory. Oh, God, yeah. Let's, let's hope Keep your so. fingers crossed, let's people. So. A lot of work to do. If we were praying people, we'd be praying on our knees. But we're not. Well, so we're not, so it doesn't so, matter. Right. We're not going to change it. We're going to actually do things instead. Yes. We're going to actually be on our feet. I saw a Facebook post where, where somebody posted that the problem today is we all start our day on our phone instead of on our knees. And the best response was, mm-hmm. I'm not sucking dick first thing in the morning. <laughs> Right. Okay. (laughs) We'll see you all the week. (laughs) Good night. Well, someone met at the party and the devil is my friend.